Yeah, bro. So, we back at it with another episode of the Respectfully Unruly's. All right, so, bro, let's just get down to the shits, to the nitty-gritty. What's going on? Tell me how do we, I don't know, hill is, is, is the right word? We've got to explain what, what, what you're talking about. Well, if you give me a, well, damn, if you let me explain, shit, I'm, that's what I'm in the process of doing. You were asking me a question. You said, how do we, so if you have been living under a rock, the capital was occupied, attacked, uh, bombarded, whichever word, you, whichever word you want to use. After Trump gave a Save America speech yesterday in the afternoon, I was, I was coming back from getting food. And I like saw on Twitter that like, people were like, like, like standing protesting outside the White House. That's all I saw. But then I had a meeting, so I didn't, you know, pay too much attention to it. And then I, I went to my meeting, and then I got out of the meeting, and then I saw that they broke into the the the, the White House. I was like, nah, this ain't real. And that was an experience I will never forget, uh, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. And then you know, a lot of athletes like, because they delayed the start of the of the Heat uh, Boston game because of it. There was a college game that got postponed. I forgot which one it was, but there was a bunch of games that, like, you know, people took guys took knees. Um, you know, spoke out after. I remember Dray- Draymond said something pretty impactful um, after the fact after the game. Uh, how do we heal? To I guess answer your question, there really is yeah. no healing. Um, uh, that was a bad. Which is question. what? How do we? Like, what? 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 What is our takeaways from what happened? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, my takeaway is that this has been America for a long, long time. And like I said, when Biden won, I think a lot of people, like, just took the fact that, like, he won, Biden, that is, and kind of ran with that. So when I was looking at, like, you know, because I was I was very much into, I'm not, I'm into politics, but, like, more so when there's elections, just because like there's numbers and like I'm I I like looking at numbers and stats and see like where things are going and stuff. So I was like really into it, like the the, the days of the actual election day, and it was it was vast because like the way I took it was, and I was listening to a couple things beforehand. I thought that Trump was going to get blown out. Now, depending on how you want to interpret the words "blowout." He did or he did not get blown out. Um, I thought that this was going to be a rejection of his ideology, of his principles, of him as a person. And it really wasn't that at all. Trump may have lost. I was to a podcast before and about this. Trump may have lost, but Trump's ideas didn't lose. Uh, he did get more votes this time around than last time. I think he got almost 10 million more votes. This time, the second time than the first time, um, he got the same amount of electoral votes. And this was the most uh, people who voted in ever in American history was this, was this past election. And if you if you really look at it and you really think about it, it's like his way of 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 talking, his 
ideologies, all that stuff, that stuff didn't go away. Like that stuff's still embedded. That's why you have all this stuff that's going to keep going. And when you have someone who's literally never, ever going to concede, he's not going to say he lost, none of that stuff's ever going to take place. Like there is no place to heal. Honestly, I've long accepted the fact that like those people are never going to change. Cause like, if you got up to, if you got up to, um, yesterday or whatever day this is going to come out, if you got up to the other day where you're like, all right, this is too much, that you, you must be insane because all of this has happened before. I'm not saying most like people stormed the, the, the Capitol, but there have been plenty of Trump rallies that resulted in the police gang pushed, beat up. This was happening last week where the Proud Boys were in D.C. marching and beating up the police or like or like hitting police officers, um, tear gas being thrown. This happened just last weekend or last week, rather. And so for me, I don't think there's a healing. I think it's just those set of people will never, ever change their course. And this is the time where I'm not for the, like the kumbaya stuff. That's, that's, that, that day is dead. Like it's going to have to be something where you have to now that, that, that we think the right people in charge are in power and there's no excuses. So we need to hold our leaders feet to the fire. There's no excuse. You got both houses. And you got the, 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 it's all blue, okay? You got everything you need. So, so stuff's got to get done. And like, what, what my fear is that as much as Biden wants to hold this thing together like this, it's too much of a schism for him to be able to hold it together. Like the base of people that are on the other side are just irrational. Just irrational. Like the fact that people like I still can't believe that people like literally broke into the place where the president, vice president, where the people who run the country stay, and like only four people died. Only four people died. And like this is they said 52 people were arrested. And it's like even the type of gear and the type of guard, it it wasn't even it wasn't even Trump. It was uh the DC police had to call the National Guard. The D.C. mayor had to do that. And it's like the fact that like it even got to there that like the president could even call the National Guard. It was the it was the it was the mayor of the city had to do that. I was just like, like I said, it, it's just something now that we've gotten to a place where. They are convinced of one thing and it's not going to change. You can tell them whatever you can show them, whatever facts you want. Whatever it is, they're not going to change. So, like the great Dave Chappelle once said in the in that skit, "Why? Well, fuck them. That's why. That's what it is." Um, my takeaway, well, to to respond to the um, was this a was this a close election? It wasn't. It was never going to be a close election. 
um, all the rumblings and and um, attempts to to disenfranchise um, voters said all it needs to say to me. Anyway, the battleground states at the umpteenth hour changing uh, rules to count mail-in ballots last said what it needed to be, uh, what it needs to be, uh, what said exactly what it, it said to me that this wasn't going to be a close election. I think Trump early is blaming on, blaming uh, if he was to lose, blaming it on um, mail-in ballots and his demonstrative tone towards mail-in ballots told me that this wasn't going to be a close election. Um, I think he know he know known for a very long time that um he was gonna lose. Um, I think he's really upset at two things. He's upset that he, as a Republican, lost. It seems like he's the only uh. No, really, Republican that lost on the ticket because, as you can see, Mitch McConnell and uh, Lindsey Graham were both on the ticket this year, and they happened to win by a decent amount, decent a decent margin in both their uh, respective states. So he sees that, and he's like, "Wait, how the hell did I lose?" And the second thing is. Um, well, I also think he's upset is because his fucking ego. Like, this is a man who's like basically never heard the word no. This man was given everything in life on a silver platter. Like, it's hard for people like that to even conceive losing. And losing publicly at that? That was an ego. Very, very, that was a hit to his uh, ego. But, um, When I was uh, at work yesterday, I was um, on Twitter. I was like scrolling through Twitter or whatever. So I saw like people posting about, you know, the, the uh, protests or whatnot. But then little by little, you, saw, you start to see like tweets like, yo, they breached the Capitol building. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> they breached the Capitol building? I'm thinking like they had AK-47s. Nine millimeters, Uzis, like the whole nine. They had that because if you remember, that's what happened in um Michigan when they stormed the that uh state building. They had guns on them. They let them in. And the bro, they wanted to kid. I still can't believe that happened. They yeah. wanted to kidnap yeah, the governor. The governor, like, <laughs> so that was kind of crazy to me. So I'm, I'm like, so when I heard, I'm like, yo, they, they must got the, I'm, you know, what I'm saying they must got like the Uzis, right? <laughs> they must got the big boy got so. To see, like, they didn't have no weapons. Well, no, well, some of them had had weapons, obviously. But they had they didn't mace, have, huh? In mace. Yeah, they, they, they said that none of them were really armed. Yeah, at least for like, maybe maybe I something else. The only thing that I saw that that people that were that was confiscated from people who were arrested was mace, but no one fuck, was armed. How the fuck do unarmed people? Breach a fucking capital building, bro. Because unarmed people with mace and I guess whatever the fuck they had, without 
right, let me just say, without semi-automatic uh weaponry, breach the fucking Capitol building. And I just find it funny that it? someone died in there. Like, honestly, your death, your life was meaningless. Like, that's to me, I just I can't even understand. Like, that's hilarious. The woman, the only I've only seen one person's name released that died as a woman from San Diego. Yeah, I, I don't, um, don't, don't want to laugh at death. No, I'm laughing at her death. She was I a dumbass. Fuck her and all the people who fucked with her. No, no, I just no. Fuck her and fuck all the people that fuck with her. It's, 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 it's just. A it's sad. It's on you, but you. No, 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 no. Like we gotta stop. We gotta stop doing this. Like Bro, death in itself is sad. It's, but it's you, not you, but you dying mm-hmm. for a reason that you can't even explain to other people because your man lost mm-hmm. and you literally committed a crime. Mm-hmm. A crime. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, I was down the street. Like, you broke, I can't, I can't even believe that. You broke into the White House. Mm-hmm. But you should have so, you should have died before yeah. this even got yeah. to the inside. Yeah. No, so, I'm yeah, so whoever hears this, I just don't want to be that person to laugh at somebody. I yeah. said, I fuck can't her and the people who fuck with her. No, nah, fuck the people who fuck with her. For real. No, fuck the people who fuck with her. But once the person leaves the earth, that's that's it for me. I don't have any. I don't have any. Hey, I don't mean that. that was your choice to leave earth. You ain't got to leave now. But, um. Anyway, so. Another another takeaway that I had was so I stayed up the whole night watching this whole electoral college uh, process and the thing that uh, stuck out to me like a sore fucking thumb was the fact that even after even after you charged the Capitol building, people senators and representatives have to run. And and get into like their, 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 their like secret locations to save safe. They was there for like over four or five hours. Even after that, Senator uh, Howley just had just had to to, to 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 make this about him and his political aspirations. So they had to make this about who? Josh Howley had to make this about him and his political aspirations. Well, not just him. Ted Cruz and Matt uh, Gertz or Geets or whatever the hell his name yeah, is. Yeah, Matt Gertz, Matt Geets, Geitz or whatever. I don't even know his name, but anyway, I know. Matt. I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Talking. We don't need to get anything right. But um, yeah, and I'm just like, you guys are still objecting. Like you're still objecting and Howley said something to the effect of, oh, the Senate floor is the perfect um venue for uh, a legal hearing or a legal objection to to this uh, election with irregularities. They didn't they didn't they weren't arguing for fraud. They were arguing about irregularities. That bro, they have nothing to argue about. That's that, the whole thing, man. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you from this side. There, there were irregularities due to unforeseen circumstances. Hey, dog, we in a fucking pandemic. All these, because they they are uh, objected to two states. Arizona was the first state. 
They want to object to more states, but after the whole chaos, I guess uh, Mitch McConnell uh, and like I call I call it the the co-conspirators uh, Howley and Cruz. They just um made an agreement to just you know we're just gonna object to like object to like instead of doing ten or more states, we're just gonna do two. So uh, Arizona was the first state, and then Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is ran by Republicans. The legislator is ran by Republicans. Republicans put laws in place for this for this election. Like, what are we what are we arguing about? What are we objecting to? Like, come on, man. Even at, like these people have no type of no type of spine. Like, you're trying to cipher off these radical Trump loving nut jobs over to your cause. So you could potentially run to be president of the United States? Is it really that? Is it really I just, that? again, like I said before, man, really? I just, I've never understood, really? like, I never understood his appeal. Like, I never understood, like. Trump? I never understood the appeal. I never got Trump. it. I Trump. never got why, like, Republicans, like, really rode for him. I never understood like how he amassed so much like like I I understand the primaries. That's when they was like they they didn't have any fucking choice. Honestly. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand. No, no, I understand. After the the momentum builds, I understood how I understood like you gotta ride the horse. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna do whatever you can to get your power just because people are just sickles. But the fact that like um the fact that like it's just was like because that's the thing like we we've made it to where like the system is literally not even like it's literally not the game's not to work with the other side the game is now just to get more of your people in offices that's all the game is now no, no, I've been. Bro, I, I, so not, but that's my no, thing. It's like that's not really how this is supposed to work. You're supposed to game. work. Game. No, no. Let me. Let me see what's the real game? The real game is to obstruct. <laughs> to yeah, obstruct. no, no. The game or, is the, the game that's, is that's for both sides. It's like, yeah. all right, I'm in power. Like I, I got like my like my president or whatever. My my party my party owns the White House. Um. And like my party owns the house or some shit, the house of representatives, right? And then like that's the whole thing. That's why the Senate is so important because it's like, yo, you're not making any moves because it's it's literally just opposition. It's literally just opposition. It's never like, oh yeah, like let's work on this, let's work on this. Nothing like this, like, like even like during Obama's term, I didn't really like get how like this man like they they criticized him a lot because he did a lot of executive orders. And that's how he got a lot of stuff passed was just through yeah. executive orders. He didn't even he really the thing, wait, 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 wait. even the gay marriage thing that didn't go through the House or the through Congress. He executive he he got an executive order to do that. But let me let me let me um let me let me jump on your back on that bandwagon. The name of the game isn't just to just to stuff the the Senate, uh, Supreme Court with your people. It was it was always like that. You know what I'm saying? That was always the name of the game. The name of the game is get as much people in the game as can as possible. It's been like that. I want to say since 
I guess I'm not I'm not really a political um historian, but I want to say since the Reagan era. But what really made this uh, uh, ratchet up to like level three thousand was the Obama administration because that's when you saw like the Tea Party, like they all like we always had conspiracy theory because crazy conspiracy theorists all throughout history, but then when you start to give those type of people the platform to spew these 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 theories. That it just creates more chaos and it brings the uneducated to your side. Like the Republicans got a PhD in us. I'm sorry. The Republicans have a PhD in creating chaos through misinformation. Like this is their bread and butter. I mean, well, no, that's a, no. I mean, like I didn't mean cut you off. Like, they're back. Uh, like, <laughs> like you know how LeBron. Yeah, no, you know how I didn't mean to cut you off. Like I don't know if you, did you watch um, Andrew Yang on the Breakfast Club. This is like a couple of weeks ago. It was maybe like three, two, three weeks ago. No, what, what was on? So I didn't watch. I didn't watch the whole thing. Like they had, they had a clip up on the their their Instagram page, and Yang made a good point about how like what Republicans kind of do, which is actually a really smart thing to do, is like besides the gerrymandering, that's a huh? Besides gerrymandering. Because, no, 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 it's not even like that. It's just like no, no, I'm, no, I'm saying, I'm saying besides gerrymandering. Yeah, no, it's it's um it's well actually I take it back. It's it's a bad thing that Democrats do and, and Republicans do a good job attacking that thing. So Democrats have a really bad job of naming things. Like when they have initiatives, they don't like come up with good names for them, like like to to express it to people. So like I know this, keep on. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a perfect example of a good way this is is like social security, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I tell you what Social Security is, every every person in America agrees, like, oh yeah, I want a Social Security. I have Social Security. Um, you know, it's it's money that I can use later in my life, you know, like when I get older, blah, blah. But if you really think about it, Social Security is like a socialistic prep program. It's money that the government is saving and keeping for you that you didn't really work for. Uh-huh. That's really that's really what it is, but we don't think of it like that because the way it's named. But, but you know, the funny thing about that though, not to cut, I'm gonna let you finish, but let me just uh, put this one point in. But you know, what's the funny thing about that? About that one point that you said, Social Security was actually created by a Democrat back when the Democrats created, like, when mostly all the all the like the staunch. Yeah, when the party switched before the party switched. Were 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 in the Democratic Party. That they created fucking social security because of the fucking uh crash the night the nineteen thirty two um stock market crash. So it was like, uh like yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like like we're good, we're good. Yeah, yeah. It's like just the way you phrase something, but the fact that like no one thinks of it like that anymore. So you can look at something like like and Yang was making the point. It's like all right, like if I express to you like, hey, um. We think that the police are Ill, aren't equipped enough to be able to handle certain situations in dangerous neighborhoods. How about we're able to redistribute some of their funds, whereas we take it and then we put it in programs mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. mental health mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. like 
special edge training mm-hmm. and be able to be able to de-escalate incidents that will allow less people to get killed. Mm-hmm. You can hear what I just said and be like, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. I'm interested in it. But if I said, all right, we're about to defund the police, motherfuckers be like, yo, what the hell is that? And it's like, we don't do a good job of like naming things. And before you're able, even able to express it to another side, who I think would generally listen to that and be like, okay, that makes sense. Like, what if we just take this pot of money that a lot of people who donate their money to the police and instead of like necessarily like giving to police and giving it to like uh, riot gear and pay and all sorts of stuff, we just add a, a section to the police. Mm-hmm. We're actually not even defunding that. We're really just expanding the police. But you say that, that bad job doing that marketing. Yeah, they do a terrible job of marketing. Let me, let that's me. that's my point. It's like Republicans are good at at marketing shit that Democrats want to do and make it this like whole evil plan. Same thing with like Obamacare. Like people didn't even realize like like what Obamacare really even was for the longest time. But, but it was just let me, like, stop, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there to get this out. It's not so much that Repub- that Democrats have a bad marketing strategy. Desperate times call for desperate measures. In these times, it doesn't matter what the fuck name you give it. Like as you were about to say, Obamacare, for example, it's called Medicare for all. Obamacare doesn't even sound like something evil. The Republicans have a way of spinning something and keeping people misinformed about what the fuck they're really mad at. The people that's on the Republican side will never flip. They will never flip over. They will never uh, come out of their, their 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 staunch Republican idealism. But at the same time, right? You have people that's that's that staunch Republican, right? They're not gonna they're not gonna just uh, overnight they say, oh yeah, you you got a point. No, Republicans are masters at manipulation and misinformation. So it doesn't really matter. If you was to call defund the police, reallocate funds. Reallocate funds? What are you talking about? Reallocate funds? Huh? Like what 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 are you talking about? You wanna take funds away from the police? Oh my god, what? Like they they know how to to rile up their like they know how to rile white people. White people know how to rile white people up. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you wanna no matter what you wanna do, white people will always know how to how to rile up other white people. It happened in the 1980s with Reagan and the fucking welfare queen to fucking George Bush and saying that, oh, I'm going to keep America safe. Because, uh, 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 you know, that's how he won. He won on because um, I guess um, the... Uh, he won on Reaganomics, even though no, Reagan no, 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 Reaganomics wasn't a no, thing yet. No, 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 no. No, the Reagan Nomics was a thing. That's, that's this, this, this. I'm this saying it was a thing. It wasn't a thing yet. He didn't like. No, no, it was no, no, no. It was a thing. It was a thing. I'm talking about Bush. Bush won because the Democratic candidate at that time supported was asked. He was big on um, police reform, Joe Joe reform, even back then. And one one something happened where I believe uh, somebody that was locked up had was uh, let out. And the dude that was let out actually raped, I believe, a white woman. So Bush was able to again manipulate, <laughs> misinform, and demonize the black community, saying, "Hey, I'll protect you from these animals. I'll protect you from these beasts." 
and it didn't help that during the um debate i forgot his name if if someone's hearing this right now i know you know who i'm talking about uh, i forgot his name um I, I'm, I can't i don't want to bother looking up right now but they asked him if what happens to that uh, late that lady getting raped what if it happened to your daughter and it was like a double-edged sword there's a black dude that asked him and he kind of tripped him up with that question because it was like no matter what no matter how he answered that question it wasn't going to be it wasn't going to satisfy neither side it wasn't going to satisfy democrats and it wasn't going to satisfy republicans that were thinking about voting so that's how he got slapped then after that guess who guess who came after that bill clinton took that same rhetoric right that same type of oh i'm gonna be here to protect you from these black from 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 danger i'm gonna clean up the street because remember at that same time with crack it was we were in like the the golden age of the crack epidemic uh i can speak you're in the middle of the crack era so he when he when uh bill clinton ran he ran on i'm gonna clean up the streets we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna put people in jail that's when you get these 94 crack laws and shit like that that's that's this is where this is coming from um bill clinton was actually able to to steal Republican rhetoric and actually use it against them. Then you get Bush, which was um, which was he completely stole that election, but he was able to smack John Kerry just based on uh, paying John Kerry as a as not as a flip flopper and he he yeah he, it was the whole Purple Hearts thing. Yeah, I he, remember that when I was, I was like, can't, he, can't, he doesn't he doesn't know how to stick to one topic. He's a flip flopper. He's just an, so well, he lied about the Purple Hearts thing, huh? The Purple Hearts. You remember the Purple Hearts? Who John Kerry? He lied yeah. about having. He he was a, he, he allegedly got you know what Purple Hearts are right. Yeah, did he? Yeah, so like he apparently said he got Purple Hearts. And I don't remember what war, but he allegedly said he got Purple Hearts, and it came out that it wasn't true. No, he wasn't a Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, but getting Purple Hearts is a specific yeah, thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you put your life like, on my head. I could, I could be at base the whole time, and I'm in the Korean War. Like, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember it being about that. I, yeah, no, it was about the per, it was about Purple Hearts. Like he didn't. He said he got in some message. He said he got Purple Hearts, and he never got them because he never was like active duty. But he's, he's in, the, in the war. Yes. But my thing is right. So then, but that happened with Bush, the, the whole 9-11, and I'm going to be strong on this, that, and the third, I'm going to be strong on this, Bush. He fucked up so bad that he was, that people overwhelmingly was like, you know what, let me get this black guy shot. You know what I'm saying? And then we get to Hillary. <laughs> Hillary and Trump. By this time now, besides the, besides the manipulation, misinformation, um uh uh making someone a boogeyman they stepped into the realm of i'm going to discredit you by using the law that's what they learned back in the clinton back in the uh clinton administration because you know because you know what happened when he got impeached right talking about trump or clinton Clinton. you know what happened when he got impeached i mean i was like two but sure um well he but you know what happened? Like he got, like he had a. I know he got impeached. Yeah, no, he didn't get kicked out of the office though. 
but they wasn't no no but you know i have like he got extra like he had his dick sucked inside the white house quote unquote and monica Lewinsky and his down the third right yes i know yes i know the story yeah so no, they wasn't even looking for that yeah. <laughs> they was investigating him on based on like some property like they was trying to say he hit the, the Clinton foundation doing like some type of scam some property scam something like that yeah i think a lot so, of people get confused like that whole the impeachment really had nothing to do with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, no, yeah, it had nothing to do with it. But when he it just kind of came up. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, I'm telling you, he was being interviewed under oath and was asked about rumors of an extramarital affair, which of course he denied. And then later it came out that he was. So that's how he got jammed up, and and that's how he ultimately got impeached. But what I'm, but what I'm, but what I'm bringing that up is because. Again, they use the law to discourage you. You know, Hillary Clinton has been investigated 12 times? Yeah. About the same thing? Yeah. Oh. The emails. And the <laughs> She's been observers. 12. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, people, I never no, really. Let me get this out. I never got, like, why people hated them. Just people just didn't. No, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. But let me tell you. They hate them because you can only tolerate somebody being investigated so many times. Like, honestly, like, say if me, you, me and you run in a business and, like, I just keep going to prison or I just keep being on trial for like whatever the fuck you're gonna be like yo dog what the fuck is wrong with you like you know what i'm saying you're naturally gonna be like yo like you're liability i can't be in business with you anymore because i don't know if i could if you're gonna i mean be out of trouble long enough for us to succeed so it's kind of like so that's the so it's kind of like the same thing with investigation they'll they'll investigate you to so you're blue in the face that's the same thing they're doing with hunter biden and the laptop thing. That's why Trump is upset because the uh, AG sat on information that could have potentially helped Trump in the long run. Because you know what I'm saying? Because you know what happened with the uh, last election, right? Hillary was, about the Clinton one or this yeah, one? She got no Hillary, uh, 2016. She was investigated like a couple of days before the fucking um, election date. <laughs> she got yeah, investigated no. again. Before election day, so that kind of like helped boost Trump. That's the, you know what I'm saying. So these 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 dudes is like I said, man. They they have mastered the art of misinformation. They have mastered the art of discrediting. They have mastered the art of setting a big bad boogeyman. And it's just like yo, like I don't know, like I don't like. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's going to take something catastrophic for them to lose. Every time they've lost in the past two elections, well, that's, uh, every time they've lost, like, yeah, in the last two uh, presidential uh, uh, camp, uh, candidates, uh, campaigns or whatever, the, again, with the 2008 and now, it's, Democrats have, can only win the House if it's, like, a dire emergency and a country, like, needs, needs Democrats. Like, Bro, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, if you look crazy. at it, I think they said, bro, you know the last time a Republican won the popular vote was 1996? I wasn't, it was 19, sure? Bro, Bush didn't win the popular election, neither did fucking Trump. 
No, that was 1996 was uh, Bill Clinton. That was the first Bush. No, 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 no. 1996 wasn't. 1996 was Bill Clinton's second term. You're talking about Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton only served once. He served no, from '92 no, yeah. to '96. No, he '96 was his second term. '96 to 2000. So, what did the first Bush serve? The Bush first Bush was, I believe, '89, '88. No, 88. that was Reagan. No, no, Reagan was from '80 to '88. Was what to what? You know, Reagan got two terms, right? Yeah, two terms, '80 to '88, the whole '80s. George, well, not the whole, but I guess. Yeah, basically the whole eighties, from eighty to eighty-eight, and Bush came in in eighty-nine. Cause remember, nineteen ninety-two. That's four years. Ninety-two. Okay, so, all right. So, first Bush was eighty-nine to ninety-three. Okay, ninety-three, and Clinton was from that until two thousand. No, it wasn't until two thousand. Yeah, two thousand, dog. 2001, sorry, 2001, sorry, 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 2001. 9-11 happened in, yeah, 2001. Okay, 9-11 happened that last year. Okay, yeah, so Bush was 93 to 2001. Okay, yeah, so the last time a Republican hasn't won the popular election since first Bush. Hasn't won the popular vote. 89. Well, actually, I think that technically a Republican has not won the pop, has only won the popular vote once in the last 20 years. And that was Bush the second time. The second Bush the second okay. time. Okay. So it's like... 2004. Yes, the 2004 election. That was the only year a Republican has won the popular vote in literally since we've been alive. So it's like you've already like seen that like... Hey, look, I've like... I don't know if I've discussed this with you, but like I understand... Oh, I mean, I'm about to add another one. That's another one that their matches of voter suppression. I know somebody's screaming at me right now. Voter suppression. Voter. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Voter yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know why these things Masters. take place. But Masters. I mean, part of it is it's not. It's voter suppression in certain areas. But like, I for no, no, voter suppression, dog. Yeah, but like I said, it's voter suppression. You you you're not gonna voter suppress in California, you know, or like New York. You're gonna vote, you're gonna have it in like Florida and like Ohio and like Michigan and like nowadays, yeah, and Pennsylvania, no. those places. Yeah. Modern modern times, yeah, historically no. Huh? I said modern times, you're in modern times, yes, but historically no. What do you mean historically? Why would I talk about throughout, throughout history? Throughout history, there has been yes, throughout voters. history, there's been voter suppression. I'm mean, not talking about time. like not in so like eighteen twelve and shit like that, no, even no, though no. they probably didn't have it then. Not, I'm talking I'm about like, I mean, look, motherfuckers not letting slaves vote is a form of voter suppression. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about for the last twenty years, they whatever. I forgot what you just said. So last twenty years, what I years. said was that in the last yeah, twenty years, Republican that's only been around for like the last twenty years, basically. What are you talking about? Voter suppression in New York, like these big um. Democratic well, that's, but my but my thing is is like you you're not gonna you're not gonna have voter suppression in a extremely large blue state because it's not mm -hmm. close enough to flip. You're only gonna try to have voter suppression in states like Ohio and Florida because those states are like states. they can go back and forth. 
Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's no point because it doesn't matter if you win New York by one, you win New York by a million, you get all the electoral votes. So there's no if I'm just uh, using my brain, it doesn't make any sense to have voter suppression in New York. You're not gonna like yeah, you could try, sure, but like and I'm not saying like people don't do individually like acts to try to have voter suppression. But if you look at a lot of places that have voter suppression, like the last governor election in Georgia. It happens in the it happens in Georgia, like Georgia and Florida and places like that, because those places can flip back and forth. Like the idea that Georgia now has a Republican governor, and then they have a Republican governor, but everything else is blue. The mayor, both Senate seats, um, both the House representatives, and the actual two state mayors, two mayors, two mayors in Georgia. is 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 crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how he's going to eat. Kemp is even going to run his own state when his own state isn't even with him. That's what happens when we vote. There's a large populace of black people in all of these major metro cities across the United States. It's just that getting people to vote is a problem. Like, yeah, we could have, they could have got us to vote in North Carolina. Alabama, Tennessee. Like, there's a large populace of black people. That was crazy. And you know what's crazy? I mean, unless you finish. But like, I don't know. Do you did you remember that dude? Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Tom Jones, the guy who won, who was a who was a who was a, a Democrat. That was the first time a Democrat had ever won a Senate seat in Alabama ever. Tommy Tuberville. I know. Do you do you watch college football? Yeah, I know Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, he but, took uh, his seat this time around. Um, but um, that was the first time uh, uh, a Democrat had ever won a, a Senate seat in Alabama. What was crazy is like. Legends, but you got to remember that they too have a legislation, and sometimes, yeah, you could be outnumbered even though you you are the governor. But go ahead. yeah, but no, but that's what I'm saying. The dude he was running against was a was a pedophile, like a confirmed pedophile, and he barely won. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like that that itself is is wild. But like that's what I I guess like I don't know. Like I've never, obviously, we've never been in a state where like the the governor and like the, the will of the people, whatever you want to say, is so not aligned. I mean, New York's huge. Like, of course, it's Republican. Let me, um, let me stop you right here because we've gone uh, we've been went over probably like 40 minutes about this same topic. I just want to let's just hurry up and put a button on this. Um, I just want to leave let's, let's tie let's tie this back to sports. Um, so what I've been hearing a lot through uh, through um, big uh, media platforms, big sports media platforms is like, oh, how will the NBA deal with this? Like I heard today from, I'm, I won't say the, the show, but they were basically saying, hey, can the NBA have have uh, acted quickly on it? Like, acted quickly on this? Like, I don't understand why is it always the NBA? I feel, well, I feel like it's always the NBA players are always the ones that have to step up in times like this and have to speak out and be heard. Or WNBA players for that matter. Like, when are we going to hear from the NFL players, the baseball players? Aren't we black? Like, isn't 72% of the NFL African-American? It's or way African -American? more than 72%. It's probably like 85 yeah, so like, when am I, when, 
when are we going to get, like... Well, like, they, they made their statement, I don't know if you remember last year, where they had that mm-hmm. video of, like, mm-hmm. all, like, the play Not all the players, but, like, a lot of, like, black players speaking up and stuff like that. I think the way it is, honestly, is the fact that, like, NFL players, unfortunately, just don't have the same power that NBA players have. But to answer you, to, to, to speak to your point, I feel like they think that they don't have the same power because, like, literally anyone can get cut. Outside of, like, Patrick Mahomes. Like, when I say cut, like, I mean, like, outside of, like, some quarterback contracts, yeah. like, literally anyone can get cut. Like, Tom Brady can get cut. Mahomes can get cut, I think. Like, there's very few, few, few dudes who have deals where it's, like, the team is, like, 99% of chance not going to cut you. No, no. But let's, 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 counter, not Tom Brady, let's not use Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes as, as people. I'm just using, like, stars. I, was, yeah. I wasn't, like, considering them as, like, I was just considering stars, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody can get us and be like, what, what are you talking about? For Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. But, <laughs> but what, what the counter, what your point should be more is, like, We've already seen people, athletes, who don't have the same amount of influence in terms of, like, themselves individually, um, who aren't paid, who could get cut, um, have a significant impact already politically, and that was the women in the WNBA. Like, and this was not just, like, recently with, like, the Volt Warnack thing. They had the whole thing, like, back when, like, the Minnesota Link had something where was it Trayvon Martin? I think they first yeah. had that from like um that point. Like my Moore doesn't have a career anymore because she just decided to get this one dude out of jail. Yeah, black you women know? don't play. Black women don't play when it Yeah, so it's like it's like, like for, me, for, for me out to black women for always coming through and saving the country and always, always having black men's back through thick and fucking thin boy. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> for me, it's like the fact that like um, as much as appreciate as much appreciation as they should be, but I'm gonna say that yeah. And the thing is, like for me, it's like why why can't more NFL players like speak up? And look, it's hard too because like you have to understand like you like a, a, a WNBA locker room is full of what twelve women, twelve women around the team ish, yeah. uh, and I'm assuming they're all black. Right, they're either they're very, very much like there's, there's, a of, there's a lot of white, there's a lot, a lot of star white. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, like Elena Deladon, Sue Bird. I understand, like there's a lot of white women in the WNBA too. I'm just saying, like it's easier when you have a smaller group of people. It's easier to have like-minded people when you only are dealing with twelve people, as opposed to like an NFL roster has eighty-five guys, well, sixty-five guys on the roster. Well, this so, is my like, again. People, these guys are from all different backgrounds. Like that. Like, it might be a little bit harder to organize to get like those guys like to, keep, to, to get something going. But I think, in a way, it's just going to be something where it's like, honestly, I think it's. I really do think it's like a level of fear because like you're not. You are like football is such a sport where it's like. Remember, like you ever played? You ever played like where your where your foot was tied to someone else, and you had like walk like together and stuff like that. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's very much like a like a militaristic sport where it's like I can't move unless you move. Like we all have to move like together for for this to work. Like everyone has to move at the exact same time. Everyone has to be at the exact same spot. Every, like literally like everyone's got to be on point or we're not even moving this ball. So yeah. I just think that mentality and the idea of just like an over demanding coach whereas like the coach like the coach is the the, the dude at the top and you're not trying to cross cross the coach. I just but think yo, football players just have a different like mindset when it comes to stuff like this to really like speak out stuff. I'm not saying all. There've been plenty of football players, Malcolm Jenkins, obviously Cap. There've been like a lot of players who've like spoken out, done Kenny Stills, have like done things, like actual things, not just like to share things, like actual things, but they definitely are not held in the same light as like the basketball players, both men and women. Copy that. But let me um let me tie it. Let me let me get this one point out. Um I think the introduction to Trumpism for me anyways has made you know what I'm saying? Like again for Trump to be to get the most incumbent votes of any president. Is, is 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 alarming and it's troublesome and it's worrisome, um, because Trumpism indicates a a a a, a white supremacist manifesto or almost like you want to bring it back to like when the white man was the sole uh a leader of this um country, the sole proprietor and shit like that. So Trumpism for me anyway again has, has has brought this sense of like I need to know where you stand. I need to know where you stand on certain certain topics and shit like that. Now that he's out of office, right? And I'm seeing these 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 politicians who are enabling them start to like make their bid for how their presidential aspirations are gonna be. It worries me now because it's like dog like you just saw how chaotic, how toxic, how dangerous this really is, and now that you're trying to, trying trying to build off of that, it's just like yo, like it's like I mean, it's like I need all hands on deck. And what I mean by that is because I don't I don't want to have to hear when stuff like like when stuff like this happens or when it, or when uh, well Trump hopefully he won't be president, but um Trump say 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 things like there were good people on both sides and stand by and stand back. I don't want to hear those type of dog whistles coming from another Republican presidential candidate. I need what and I need to, to, to know where you stand. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about sports media, sports figures, sports athletes. I need to know where you stand. It's no more of that that cop out of Oh, I'm just a, uh, I, I'm just a sports analyst, and we're just gonna stick to sports, and we're gonna just talk about sports. Now nah, that bridge, that bridge done past, man. Like that is, the, the 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 time for that is long gone. You know what I'm saying? I need you. I need to hear you denounce the rhetoric that is gonna come out of these, 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 these Trump wannabes now, because that's what it, that, it, that's what's gonna happen. It's a whole oh, lot yeah, there's of gonna be someone more Trumpism, but it's gonna come from these, like I said, from Matt 
Dykes is already uh, is already knee deep in that. Ted Cruz is already knee deep in that. Josh Holly is Howley, what the fuck his name is, is already deep, knee deep in stuff like that. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna get worse, but it's gonna be more sophisticated this time. You know what I'm saying? So I need to know. I need to know where you stand. I need, I, I need to know where you stand, man. Like, I don't need my my, my analyst to, to to act like shit is all sweet and when they see some 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 big protests or see the uh, cop kill another black man. I don't need them to just be quiet on it. Oh, we just want to say no. Like, I need to know where you stand. So I need to, need to know if I can fuck with you or not. Because if we're if if we're going to participate in this in this experiment called America. <laughs> We're going to need cooperation from everybody. We need, if we're going to learn the harmony, we're going to need cooperation from everybody has to cooperate. Like this, as we've seen yesterday, this whole America, American democracy shit could just go up in flames like this. Like this. You know what I'm saying? So the misinformation is going to get worse. The rhetoric is going to get even more, more um, treacherous and toxic. You know what I'm saying? So I just need to know where you stand. There's no more of this. Or I, or I'll, take, I'll take sports. No. What is your political affiliation? And that's it. To me. Anyway. What say you? Yeah, what's crazy is like they had something where like is I, I definitely do think like like you said, like we already kind of talked about Trump isms, and like I, I kind of want to lead this more to like this, this sports side because I don't know if you saw, but they said the Lakers are gonna go to the White House when Biden is sworn in. <laughs> yeah, so like I don't know, I don't know when they play like in DC. Like I can, I mean, we can look this up right now. So Biden's getting sworn in on the twentieth. Uh, Biden's getting sworn in on the twentieth. I they I know they haven't played in DC as of yet, and only the first half of the schedule is out right now. So the Lakers make a East Coast swing. Not for a while. Uh, nope, that's in LA. All right, yeah. So they don't have they don't have their schedule up right now for when they're facing the facing the Wizards um, yet. They play the Wizards on the twenty second. That's in LA. So by that time, Biden is going to already be in office. Um, so, like, I think I'm not going to say we're going to get back to a state of normalcy, but I definitely do think now, like, we will have normalcy. It's going to be a state of 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 of. It's going to be a still a state of tension. It's going to be a state of tension. I don't think. Yeah, I think it'll be a state of tension, but I do think that, like. I think now that like, I think more athletes are gonna go to the White House now. Yeah, of but but I, I do want. I mean, I don't know. Like, let's say so. Like right now, like like I'm trying to remember. Did so? Yeah, I think they did. So the Alabama, so Alabama, Ohio State's playing. I don't know if they're playing on Monday or not, but they're going to play soon at some point either it's gonna be this monday next monday they're gonna play at some point yeah and typically that team goes to the white house yeah. and clemson did it last year when they won they got the or two years ago rather when they won and then lsu was there last year 
And now, like I said, like they're they're whenever they're gonna play, they could be the first person to go to the White House. So it's gonna be like, is Saban again? This is a guy who pretty much runs Alabama. Is he gonna go to the White House now? I think he will. Just because it doesn't seem like it's it's a it's like a political thing, but you know I don't know. I can see how like people can say like, oh, now people weren't going for Trump. I'm not going to go for Biden. You know, back blah blah blah, back and forth. But most, I mean, even when Trump was there, most people went. The only teams that didn't go were the NBA teams. It was really just the NBA teams and the, and the WNBA teams because the NFL teams went, baseball teams went. Hockey teams went. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Tiger Woods went. College basketball went. College football went. It was just the NBA. So I don't see how like this is now not going to be a thing. I think the only I think the only NFL team that didn't go was the. Um, I think Kansas City didn't go, and no, I'm lying. Kansas City did go. Kansas City. The only thing that didn't go was the was the Eagles. That was the only NFL team like during Trump's time that I don't think didn't go. Everyone else went. Well, well let me let me let me let me wrap let me wrap up let me wrap this before let me wrap this question up. I'm gonna bring up something that, that is going to most likely hit on your point of bringing something bring sports back to the White House and trying to convey a sense of normalcy. That that going uh today uh YouTube Chattanooga assistant support coach Chris Malone got fired, right? He got fired for some racist speech to a patient agent. And let me read you the So, Chris Malone at uh, C Malone 51. Congratulations to the state of Georgia and Fat Albert at Tracy Abrams because you have truly shown America that you. Works of shooting in an election again. He did a buffet video, he earned it. Put the money is good, still not governor. So, YouTube Chattanooga immediately fired him. His uh, his uh, his uh, Twitter account was deleted, <laughs> but you know, once he put it out there, the world now owns it, but um. Yeah, so, so 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 just to like tie it back into your to your overall point, I believe that these um school institutions, schools with these um sports institutions like Alabama, like OSU, I don't think they're gonna be staging any political I don't know, political uh, messaging or symbolism by not no, I think they are going to that because as you can see not a lot of people talking with that though. Nobody's talking about racism. Well, no one's majority of people not majority of these institutions not talking about racism and well outward racism in twenty twenty. I know some of them like they they're racist and they they are racist, they are particular racist. But like outright fashion racism gonna be they're gonna be more intolerant. Yeah, yeah I mean that last part again? I said that was just a good time. That was just a uh, piggyback off your point. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Um, 
Yeah. But getting back to getting back to sports, um, Marvin Bagley. Oh, um, dad. Yeah, two minutes. It's just, it's just, it's just, I mean, I mean, if you're the Kings, you, I mean, look, I, as a, as a, as a resident fan of a team that's been mocked and laughed at all the time, I don't like to do that to other teams because, like, I understand what it feels like. But, I mean, if you're the Kings, you can't trade him. You can't. I mean, like he, for better or for worse, and he plays. He plays on 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 the West Coast. So I I can't say I watch a bunch of Marvin Bagley games, but from everything that I read about him, and like every time like I see him play, he's a good player. That's the kind of the messed up thing about this. He actually is really good. He's just not Luca. And again, it was stupid that they didn't draft him. It's, and it's just like the the thing that that's funny that's like compounds the dumb assness of them not drafting Luca is that they wanted to keep De'Aaron Fox and Ballin fans, but then they drafted Tyler Tyler uh, Tyrese Hollander in this year, and it's like so you drafted another guy with it was just whatever. Um, so I have no this they have to keep him. I don't know. I understand he, they could re-sign him this year after the end of this year. To a to an extension, I don't know if they're going to do that. I think what their plan is probably going to be is they're going to pick up his fourth year option. I think they already did that, and then they are just going to, I think, try and resign him. I don't know. I don't know if even, but like, because he's kind of screwed because he can't really leave. And if you're the Kings, I understand Vladi isn't there anymore. So the team, the guys who drafted him aren't there, but like, he's the number two pick in the draft. You can't not give him a second contract, you know. Yeah, and the fact that you took him over Luca, and like, at least, That's at least the Suns, which I think was dumb. At least DeAndre DeAndre Aiden can like actually do things to help you win, so you yeah, can kind of maybe more, like get by it. But they they need badly to get good, so I don't think they can trade him. They, they don't. They can get rid of him. There's no, there's no, like, there's nothing that says they have to keep him. They can get rid of him. And I said, Jalil Okafor, Michael Williams is the fucking rookie of the year, though. Like, yeah, but this not, but again, this is not the same. This is not the same type of deal. It's not like, yes, can they get rid of him? Yes, they can I mean, get rid of him. I'm just talking about for the fans. It's like Lonzo, like, a guy with the number two pick in the draft, who. Like, it's he's a good he can't he can be a good NBA player, but the idea that like you're essentially gonna give up give up on him and not give him a second Marcel contract. Fultz, number one. What's up? Marcel Fultz. That wasn't well. That was a whole different thing, and that wasn't the same draft though. Huh? That wasn't the same draft. No, I'm just saying, Marco Fort. Like this, this plenty of these. But Philly, but that's my point. Philly was dumb because they got rid of the guy because who's now good, like I understand he tore his ACL, but he was playing really well. Norman's Noel, I think Norman's Noel was like number. Norman's Noel was the no, he wasn't that high. I think he's 11th. 
Uh, I think he was the 11th pick in the draft. The re- well, the reason why he fell was because he broke his legs. Yeah, he was supposed to go higher, but he broke his legs. Um, but yes, I understand. Like teams have given up, but even but even with 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 Nerlens, they traded those guys, and like it's still. And that's another thing with the whole Philly thing. Like you can't keep getting these prospects, and then like they just bust on you. Pause, and like you you got nothing for it. Like Philly, what they did was they just kept drafting the same type of dude. They drafted uh, Nerlens. Um, over four, and they drafted Embiid, and Embiid happened to work out. Let me, think about, let me think. Let me think about what you're saying. So, all right. So now it's all right. So, so now I'm saying, yeah. So, especially, yeah, you got to You can't give up on that. You can't give up on that high of a draft pick if you're a team like Sacramento, who's been in the doghouse for about 16 years or so. They haven't made the playoffs since 2013. Yeah. I mean, not 2013. 2000 and like four. Yeah, like 16 years or so. 16 years or so. Yeah. So you can't. So, so you can't really. You you're you were on the brink of relocating. You know, so they, they were they were on the brink of relocating. So they nah, they're not gonna relocate. No, I said they were on the brink at one point. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they were saved by like in the last hour. I forgot how that went, but um, yeah. So yeah, they don't have the luxury of um giving up on that high draft pick. I understand what you're saying. But it's not. But you don't have to hold it to that. What I wanted to give one a quick point that I wanted to say was, um, I understand Marvin Bagley Senior wanted to step up for his son, but dog, his son is a minus ten. His son is minus ten, uh, plus minus. Like <laughs> he wants his son to leave. He's seven. He's seven. He's about seven feet tall. He only grabs about five rebounds. He's a defensive liability. Now, he's young and he's, he's, and he is in the Western Conference, but dog, like you don't rebound, so you can't turn turn def- you can't turn uh, a rebound into to offense. You can't turn defense into offense because you don't play any defense. You always get hit. Like people search you out on the like they seek him out on the pit. Dog, he is him. All right. Let me uh, get my point about asking this question. Who would you say is one of the worst defense-wise, right? Defense. Who is one of the worst centers in the league in terms of defense? The worst defensive center is probably Enos Cantor. And who gets minutes? And you know his um, stats? Yeah, he puts up like 18 and 9. Exactly. You know his plus minus? I don't know, it's probably plus 10. Minus 2. And remember, bad news is minus 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, so you're basically uh, Enos Cancer. Like, you're, like your floor right now is Enos Cancer. Yeah. And again, like, and again, a guy, another guy who was the third pick in the draft. Look, for me, me personally, I can't, I can't have big guys who are bad at defense. Like, like, you're, there are ways to hide bad guards and bad wings on defense. You can like mask stuff around. You cannot hide your big man on defense. You just can't. And for for me, like I just, I don't know, I, I, I'm very allergic to drafting guys who are bad on defense. I want to say I understand what you're saying, but I think it just goes, it just it just boils down to like system. You know what I'm saying, like. You, 
a bad defensive big can can work on a team like Miami. I want to say right because if you move if you because if you if you put Ennis Cantor on Miami and have Dan drop down to a four, right? Nah. So the thing about it is like if you put I get what you're trying to say, but like the thing about Miami is like. So here's what I would say. If Bagley was on a team like Miami, mm-hmm. I think it could work. But the thing about it is – so here's the thing. The, the thing about Miami, why they were like – how they got really good and how, like, they beat the Bucks, especially on defense, was the fact that, like, they essentially all five of their guys at all points could do three things. They can all dribble. They can all pass. They can all shoot. There was at all at like all at all times they had five guys on the court that can do those three things. There was never a time where they didn't have five guys. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, um, just say, I would just say that's the baby. Because I don't think Bam is that good of a shooter. I don't think. Really. But yeah, when I say shoot, I'm talking like he can hit an open jump shot. Like not like he's every, taking their average, their average, their average to above average in the. NBA yes. Yes. And the thing about it is like all their guys are between I think the shortest guy they started was Roger, Roger's like six four and like Bam's six eight. And the thing about it is and the reason why they were successful. They all play multiple multiple Yes. And the reason why they were successful against teams like uh Boston and Milwaukee and why they weren't successful against a team like Lakers was well, because yeah, it's the last thing. It's just like it's because like the Lakers are just too big for them. Like they just beat them up inside. They had Howard, they had Anthony Davis, they had McGee, they had LeBron. They're like they're just too big. But as against a team like Boston, whose center was 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 Stiet, and like they benched him at certain points, like you can get away with stuff like that. So a team like Miami, where like your center doesn't have to be that good on defense, but the problem with Bagley is Bagley has slow feet. That's really hit. Like when he's got the ball, he's around the rim. He's he's good. He's good in that area. But the problem is that he's not good at like recovering back and like stopping guys from getting into the paint. So like a team like Miami would be good if um, a team like Miami would be good. But he's got to be able to move his feet laterally. I don't know if that's easier for him. If it's easier for him to just be in the paint. Miami plays zone sometimes. I don't know. It'd be, better, it'd be better if he was in his own because he'll be stationary in one spot, basically. He'll, he'll, yeah, it'd, it'd be better if he was in, of course, definitely. Zone, anytime you, anytime you're Yeah, but zone, you're not going to run zone that much in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But you, know, saying, you can only do zone so much. Like, you're, yeah, yeah, you're but, losing yeah, a lead, shoot way too much to zone a team. Yeah, that's why I'm, yeah, no, you're right. I just want to say that zone can hide, I mean, zone was basically to, 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 to hide the weak defensive players, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, eh, wrong, whatever. But um, all right. So this will be like the last, last main topic. Um, I know this happened a couple of days ago, but um, do you think? Did you subscribe to the notion that this was going to be steps make or break the NBA? No, that's stupid. He's already a great. I don't understand why we like. I don't know. I don't know if it's the light skin thing. I don't know if the lack what of came into question. What came into question was, was the fact that some people might say, right? I know this is going to sound crazy, 
But uh, some people might say that Golden State is not really a dynasty. I mean, it all depends on your definition of a dynasty. To me, yeah, uh, yeah. wait, 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 no, 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 dynasty? no, 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 we're not. Let's, let's not. Let's not debate the uh, dynasty question because then we're gonna go to. No, but I, I'm not. I'm not. De- I'm not debating the point. I'm just asking. Like, you, I'm really asking the question because some people's definition of a dynasty isn't the same. Like, do you? Think yeah, I know. I know. To some people, they're not a dynasty. So it's debatable to some people. But what I'm, but to to answer your question, um. You're, you're a dynasty whenever you could accumulate five. Either you get either you win three or more rings with the with the same core, or you're able to get to the finals multiple multiple years, two two uh, three or more years. Yeah, that 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 is that like like for instance like you brought up the Spurs. Uh, the Spurs will equal a dynasty to me because they were able to win a championship in every, even though they didn't win really back-to-back titles, but they were able to win titles in three different decades. You know what I'm saying? That's three different eras. And to top it off, to top that off, to top that off, point off would be that they were successful. They had multiple, I mean, like what, 17, 16 straight season just reaching the the playoffs and getting past the second round and getting to the conference finals yeah, I would say I would say the Spurs are a dynasty but they're not and this will tie into the Golden State thing. I I would I would rank Golden State's dynasty over the over the Spurs. And the reason yeah, why Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Five three finals though like so Yeah, yeah but, the, but the but the point is is like one the Spurs had it where it was like also, their dynasty was going to get to me. If you're a dynasty, you're the dudes in your conference. You're not back and forth. Like when Golden State had it, they it had was it. Golden State. Yeah. No yeah. one was reaching the finals. Yeah. It was yeah. Golden State. They were they running into Cleveland, but yeah. they running into they they beating the. They get everybody to fuck about it. They get yeah. everybody they, out. They coming out every, every year. Yeah, like Houston, bye. Exactly. Uh, Rockets, bye. Right. Uh, okay, bye. The Spurs had a this. You could argue the Lakers had a better dynasty. You can't be a dynasty if there's another dynasty that happens during your dynasty. Mm, like okay. they won their title, then the Lakers okay. won their three straight. <laughs> then they won their title. Well, they won three straight, and then they went two straight. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but they didn't even go two. They never went back to back because it was, it was, it was the late, it was the Spurs. No, I'm, I'm talking, no, 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 I'm talking about the Lakers. I'm talking about the Lakers. I said the Lakers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because it was but Spurs. Then people say, but then some people. Would, all right, so you're saying the early 2000s? You're just specifically talking about the early 2000s. Like I'm just saying to me, what I would consider a dynasty is you are able to dominate in at least a three year span, and you got to win at least two titles, like at least. Like to me. To me, like Detroit, you can argue is a dynasty that Detroit team that went to the finals three straight years, and then they only won two titles, but they made the finals three straight times. They made the Eastern Conference Finals, I think, five straight times. It's incredibly hard. Um, incredibly hard to get to, to just to get to the finals is hard. To get to the yeah, finals, that's what I'm saying. Just getting to the finals is hard. And then, and again, you it is a lock. Like once you got there, niggas were not coming. Through you, and then you came back up. That's my thing with the Spurs. The Spurs like had dead ass another dynasty, and then they came back up. Golden State for me is a dynasty because they went to the finals five straight years in a row. 
Um, they won back-to-back titles. They won three titles overall. You can argue they should have won five titles during that time if people didn't get hurt, the free one lead. Like, like there's an argument they could have won five straight rings, but that didn't happen. Uh, so for me, I think it's just – for me, what I think whole, is holding against Steph Curry and why I don't think some people think he's an all-time great is some of his finals performances are very up and down. But go look at the finals run he had when they played – where they went, I think, like seven – I think they went like 16-1. and one. He dead averaged like 27-9-9 in the finals. 27, 9, and 9. He deadass almost averaged a triple-double. Like, they were smoking dudes. And I think, I just think for a while, I don't know, I think I think it really is the fact that, like, there's a lot of, like, individual fan bases whose Steph's stop from getting rings so and MVPs. That's the Dame crowd. That's the Russ crowd. That's the Kyrie crowd, even though Kyrie's got a ring. That's the... um. James Harden crowd, those dudes, the LeBron crowd, a little bit in there too. It's all of those, the Chris Paul fan base, it's all of those fan bases who like they're riding for their guy and Steph stopped them from getting all the accolades. Like all those first team, all NBAs, all those MVPs, all those finals appearances, all those rings, Steph stopped every single one of them from getting that except for LeBron. But let me add to your point. Let me add to your point. Also, what I, when I'm meant to say, when I, when I mean when I say, like, people people question Steph Legacy also is because a lot of people would say, a lot of hives would say would, and would unfairly compare him to LeBron and how LeBron had no help but was able to take mediocre teams to the, to the final. Again, that's not good context. People don't have good context when they say those things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand LeBron had – Again, like you can argue LeBron had like bad teams. And I'm not saying again, like I'm not saying LeBron is, LeBron is six eight. LeBron is six eight, two fifty, and is a forward point forward. And yes, that's not even the that's not even the small thing I'm saying. If you look at some of those East teams that LeBron beat, you're yeah. sitting there like them teams not that good. Steph Curry yeah. in like one final had to beat Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. He had to beat James Harden um, on the Rockets when the Rockets were cooking. This is all without Kevin Durant. Russ and Kevin Durant and Serge Ibaka come back from a 3-1 lead. That all happened in a year. He did that as the best player. Mm -hmm. But But some people, again, some people even argue that no clay, no clay, then Steph's great greatness is diminished without clay. Look, I mean, I mean, I will argue, like, I was watching that. Like, I had them making the playoffs, and I still have them making the playoffs. But that team is terrible. But the team, you know what? The, this you know what it's, a good, it's great that you bring up that. It's, it's so great that you bring up that. Because what I was thinking was, like, all right, you got Steph, you got Draymond, you got Weissman, who's looking like somebody said the poor man. So, uh, no. I forgot which announcer said that, but some announcer that people were saying that Weissman was a poor man's Chris Bosch. I mean, Chris um, Bosch, Hall of Famer. I would not yeah. see Chris Bosch. Yeah. So you basically you have Weissman, you got Draymond, you got two athletically gifted wings in Ubre 
and Yo, Wiggins. Oubre and Wiggins have been terrible. But just wanna, but wait, let me let me but hold on, let me let me get this out. So I'm what I'm saying is that you can't run that classic Golden State offense. You know what I'm saying? You can't run that offense like if Clay was out there or if KD was out there with Steph. What you kind of have to, which I haven't seen their last two games, but what I was thinking is like, because right now Steph is obviously the the lead shot taker. He takes like the most shots, right? Mm-hmm. You know who's their second um second leading and second leader in shot? It's probably Ubre. No. Wiseman. No. Wiggins. Wiggins, dog. Wiggins, Wiggins, dog. And this is my thing, like, you're going to have to create some type of offense where your number two, your, 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 your number two staunch number two player or go-to is going to have to be Weissman. It's going to have to be Weissman, dog. You're going to have to run. I don't think you can do that to a guy that's a rookie, though. Dog, yeah, what? He, but I, I would, I would agree with you if... He didn't have the skill set. Weissman has the skill set. I'm not saying he doesn't have the skill set. Like you could shoot, but he also has post moves. So, like you yeah, can. Yeah. I'm not saying. You I'm not get saying him, all right. This is what I'm saying though. You could get him 14 shots. Because I think right now he's he's like around he's, he's like around nine or eight. Or yeah, nine. that's all lobs. He's gonna get like yeah. But you could get you could seven. you could try to you could try to incorporate. And you can try to designate at least six six attempts straight, and mm-hmm. then you could do like a pick and roll where he can catch lobs and Draymond's yeah, Draymond's gonna Draymond's been activating him like Draymond he's gonna get, about he's gonna get a lot of shots, which is funny. And like like you said, they might have to change their offense. Like what's his face? Uh, Kevin O'Connor said like Steve Kerr might have to like simplify their offense. So their offense is a lot more based on like motion. So if you look at it, like Steph's really not like. That's really not like the point guard that does a lot of pick and roll, in terms of like he like brings a big a up cross cutting, a lot of screens, screens, a lot of double screens, like pin down. Yeah, like he's running off screens. Yeah. I mean, he's back cutting. He's he's always moving. That's why he needs someone like Draymond, and that's why Clay's so good is because you can't cheat. Because if you have Clay on the other side, you can't cheat off of off of one of these dudes. That's why. These dudes ain't playing well. Is because Oubre and Wiggins are open in the corner. They're just not making the shot. Wait, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Hold, wait, wait. Think about this though. Steve Kerr has played in the triangle. Steve Kerr knows the triangle. Why won't you implement the triangle? I think for them, what would be best case? Because you also still need you need to make sure Curry's. Doing stuff that's advantageous to him too, like you can't just have him sacrifice his game to the extent because like he needs to score. Like mm-hmm. I still got him leading the league in scoring. I know Bradley Beal had sixty points, but like I still think Steph's gonna lead the league in scoring because he has to. I think, because- I think I think Steph either Steph when somebody's gonna score eighty points or, or more this season. Yeah, I don't know if Steph's got got any more. I think someone is I didn't even realize. You know, he's the second oldest guy to have sixty points in a game. Yeah, I didn't even know that. 
Yeah, but I didn't. But I don't know how old. But it's like it's like really like. Nah, similar. it's, it's so Kobe. Think, it's Kobe, him, and I think like Wilt Chamberlain. Nah, it's Kobe. No, no, it's Kobe, him, um, Gilbert. No, 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 no. oldest. Gilbert wasn't that old when he had sixty points. No, no, I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about uh, sixty point three. No, oh, no, no, I'm not. Gilbert was the youngest. I'm sorry, Gilbert was the youngest to score sixty. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like Steph Curry was the second oldest player to ever have sixty points. Yeah, but he's only like thirty-two, though. But I'm, but I, that's not surprising to you. Like, oh, like he was six. Like he's the, he's the, he's the second oldest player to ever have sixty points. And like Kobe, I mean, I don't know if that's like that's, that's crazy. Kind of he's that crazy stat. It's not like a crazy. Yeah, it's not like it's like a matter of fact stat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, matter of fact, like, hey, little caveat. You know what I mean? I don't think, like, I don't really, I don't really think much about that. That, like, you know what I'm saying? Now, Gilbert, being the youngest, yeah, I, I do, like, oh, okay. On Kobe Bryant, too. But, yeah, I gotta, I gotta wrap it up, because I gotta, I gotta bounce. Gotta All right, so yeah, we could just, we could just do it like this. All right, guys, so this has been another episode of the Respectfully Unruly podcast with your boy Ab and oh, just call me Just Dave and um, be blessed.